Movie Babies, episode 34. I'm Devin. I'm Sean. And this is a trailer review podcast. We're talking trailers. The trailers that advertise movies and the things that are in them that we like and dislike. You know, like a movie baby. What a novel concept. But before we do that, we've got a little special treat in our spooky October continuity with the movie babies. It's coming to an end, Sean. It's, it's been a sad October. I don't know why I said it was a sad October. Why was it a sad October? I don't know. Probably. Yeah, yeah I guess so. We've got our special guest already here. Long time coming, first time caller, Bobby Yost here to set us straight on the film's Jigsaw and Insidious The Last Key. But before we talk about all that stuff, the three of us had a collective experience with also former movie baby, current movie baby, I don't know what you call these people, <laughs> expat movie baby, Kyle Rowe, in that we went to go to see All Freakin' Night, this film festival in Olympia, Washington, uh, that takes place over 12 hours, whatever, from Locked 10, in a theater. From 10 p.m. to, what, 6 or 7 a.m.? So it was 6.30 a.m. when we got out of there. Yeah. Uh, watching ridiculous horror movies and eating garbage and listening to one of the worst hecklers I've ever, oh, God. Uh, I've ever yeah. experienced. But then we went home and we went to bed, right? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> we drove immediately to this house and started watching more movies. <laughs> So what did we find out that we did? We did like 12 movies in... It was 12 movies in 26 hours, but three and a half of those hours we were driving back from Olympia. You need to repeat that, because that <laughs> so... does not sound right. That doesn't sound possible. I think you did the math wrong. We watched 12 movies in 10 hours. How did we do it? <laughs> we, don't, we don't know. Yeah. I don't know if we should be celebrated or com- condemned. It's but, unfortunately, well, I don't think it's our personal best because I think in horror <laughs> thons past, we've just nonstop watched movies for like seventy two hours yeah, or something for like, like two that. straight days or three straight days. Yeah, so so I see a lot of people like posting like they would do like the Halloween spooky challenge. You watch a Halloween movie a day. Mm-hmm. Bobby, oh, yeah. how many do you think you've seen? I have my list in front of me, and today is what the seventeenth. Yes. Earlier today, I watched my 33rd movie of the month. So that's, you've already... So, that's wrong. That can't be right. You've already passed it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how... I mean, I work full-time. Yeah. So um, I think I had a couple of strong weekends there as October opened. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to see where this goes. That's pretty good. I think there was a, there was a year past where I want to say I did 78 in the whole uh-huh. month. That and I think Keith still beat me. What? Yeah, I'm pretty sure because I watched most of them with him, but he watched a couple more than I did. Was so. he counting things he was able to watch at Crazy Mike's? Well, or Ooh, I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah. yeah. I think I just found, like, my, like, what's the scariest movie you could ever watch? It would just be watching you guys watch <laughs> 72 movies in a month. Yeah, it's pretty just terrifying. the horror of a life wasted. <laughs> That's what is he doing? He could be doing so many outdoor activities. He's <laughs> like, could be I'll talking like, to girls, like, be getting jobs. And I'll look out like the background of the window, and it's like a pretty girl, like waving, <laughs> like begging you to like talk to her. And we're just in here lighting our farts. Oh God! So yeah. we ended up bombing down to Olympia, Washington, and with our good pals Meekish and Aaron Walborg and Nick Dillon, took in five. Yeah, five I want to say five movies. Do you remember what they were? 
Bride of Reanimator, Blood Rage, also known as Slasher. Third movie was Eaten Alive, the Toby Hooper movie. Fourth movie was The Mutilator, also known as Fall Break. Fall Break. One of the catchiest theme songs I've ever heard. (laughs) And closed out with one of the most... Probably the worst movie I've seen all month, which was Kathy's Curse. God, that was miserable. It was excruciating. So I had gone into kind of selling you guys on going to this thing as kind of like my birthday gathering of sorts. But I went into this thinking, oh, that's cool. I've only seen two of these movies. The other ones all sound fresh and new and exciting. I didn't bother to watch the trailers for them. I just went off titles. Turns out I had seen all but one of them very, very recently. Like... Someone who curated this program went down the same YouTube-related video hole that I did, and I had seen, like, all these movies. So, uh, I gotta say, my favorite of the batch was probably Fall Break, Yeah, watching yes. it with you guys because of how ridiculous it's it is. The yeah. sweet spot, a room-esque B-movie kind of charm, mm-hmm. fun characters, it's called Fall Break. There which isn't is, a thing. Is, yeah. <laughs> but it is a thing because there's a theme song that runs throughout the movie where it's like, fall break. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, like a, it's like a full house theme song. Like yes. the movie starts with a sitcom theme song, yeah. essentially. This movie starts as full house. <laughs> They're even dri- there's even like overhead crane shots yeah. of them driving just like there is at the end of the full house theme song. Oh my gosh. It's great. But yeah, they actually fit in the ditty. It might as well be the like... Huey Lewis in the News, like, type of, like, rip-off band or whatever, Absolutely. like, they put that jingle into the horror score. <laughs> Later, they, like, they, like, do the motif of that melody in the score, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? It's just insane. It was such a hilarious and fun movie to watch with a group. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you're looking for, like, what's a fun group movie to watch with my friends? Like, Fall Break. That's the one. Yeah. There was a scene, Sean, where you... This must have been, like, what, three or four in the morning or something? Yeah, probably. And it's at that point Sean just, like, broke. It fall broke. There was a scene. I don't even remember what it was. Do you remember? The character gave a very loaded (laughs) no shit response to a character asking a dumb question. Yeah, so there's a running. (laughs) Sean lasts for 10 minutes. There was a running gag of, like, them just asking really, like, obvious dumb questions of, like, hey, what's that, uh, what's that TV remote for? They kept saying, what's this? And pointing at things that were, like, obvious things. Yeah, that's a TV. That's for the TV, or like, yeah, that's a statue. And like, on one of them, they finally go, like, what was it? The it guy was the just axe. looks at the girl, he goes, well, no shit. And Sean just oh, did this and did not stop for like the next four scenes. It was just got me so good in the funny bone. In an otherwise dead silent theater, too. Yeah. It wasn't like a good punchline moment at all. No. But like so I've so like Aaron Wahlborg is one of my closest friends. Tyler Swank, also former movie baby, one of my closest friends. Those guys since childhood, every once in a while some dumb thing will get said yes. that will set us off so bad. And Anna has witnessed this many times where yes. we'll just be on the floor it'll just be the two of us <laughs> on the floor unable to move just laughing so hard and nobody else around it doesn't it doesn't that contagious laughter where someone else yeah, is like oh yeah. you're laughing oh, I'm laughing they're just, it goes beyond that to like annoyance levels where it's like 
fucking get out of, like, get a shovel and get these kids out of here. <laughs> and it hit, and it hadn't hit in years, and I was like, I needed that. That was good. And all it took was one good no shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the other movie that I really enjoyed was called The Slasher. That one was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanksgiving-themed horror movie about twins, mistaken identity, mm-hmm. and drunk mothers eating food out of the garbage can. <laughs> the performance of the drunk mother was incredible. Holy good. shit. That's another, like, fun B-movie-esque. It reminded me a lot of the room where in the room he's going, Tommy Wiseau's going for, like, a very poetic, he thinks this movie is a, mm-hmm. means a lot more than it is, especially with the ending he tries to pull off. Yeah. yeah. And this movie, Slasher, does a similar vibe where throughout it's like awful funny acting the finale they try to make the, make it really like poetic and meaningful yeah it is not it's a garbage movie yep, it's, it's an great. excellent watch with your friends kind of let's laugh at this not with it kind of movie i would recommend it for sure all right so we ended up surviving an onslaught of ridiculous movies in the capitol theater driving back to bellingham and then watching slither then Jason X. Yeah. The Babysitter, the new Netflix one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hills Have Eyes remake from, I believe, was it 2003? That Something came out? like Somewhere that. There. Yeah. Dude Bro Party Massacre 3, which is one of my favorite ones of the month so far. <laughs> Saw 3, and then closed out the night with Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, which I hadn't seen probably since it came out, and I was like, oh, yeah, this yeah, is a lot of fun. Same. I think I'd seen it once on DVD shortly after it came out on video. So our brains are, like, fully rotten with horror movies. Yours even more so. absolutely. Just... Bobby, with that amount of movies in one... In less than one month, what's the one that stands out? Like, what's your, like... If you have one movie to watch this Halloween, go see this one. I mean, if you're looking for something fun and self-aware and goofy, that Dude Bro Party Massacre 3... I was, I, and maybe I was delirious because I was like 40 hours into <laughs> We weren't in a good state point, of mind. But I was cracking up. Well, give, me, give me a quick rundown of Dude Bro. So it's 5secondfilms.com's like, they were like kind of Vine celebrities or whatever when mm-hmm. that was a thing where they would do like exactly what it says, just like funny videos that were five seconds long. And they did a fake trailer as 5second films of this concept of like, it's Slumber Party Massacre is like, a trilogy from back in the day that's like a good exemplifying series of movies that are like it's naked co-ed girls getting mm-hmm. slashed up by a chainsaw or a power drill or what the fuck ever and they did they designed this movie after those but it's all frat boy dudes taking on the like eye candy role and they've already jumped to the third installment without a first or second installment ever being made, mm-hmm. but they keep referencing the other movies <laughs> in, like, the genius format that all these other movies, like Silent Night, Deadly Nights, like, they all retell the other movies. Like, even right. Evil Dead yeah. goes and, like, retells the other movies in, like, a catch-you-up montage. And they keep doing that for these films that don't exist, and it's just very silly, kind of like, um, I don't know, Patton Oswalt's in it. Like, it reminded me of... I recently peeped the Danger 5 episodes again. Yes. Kind of like that style humor. Yeah, it's a little bit absurd, but just not not quite as much so as some of the, like, more out-there Adult Swim stuff or anything. It's not quite Tim and Eric. But it's approaching that. Yeah, yeah, it's getting there. 
Uh, pretty fun. That um, one's really fun. I really liked uh, Happy Death Day. Yeah. I thought that that was yeah, not the best movie I've ever seen by any means, but it was a very fun for a movie coming out in the theaters in October that had some surprisingly good moments. Surprisingly number one at the box office this weekend. Really? Take cool. that, Blade Runner. Wow. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, between the two of you, you've probably seen, let's say, 100 movies. And if you add me, we've seen, like, 101. <laughs> and so, with that said, let's add a couple more to the list, because we got some trailers to review. We're going to review Jigsaw, the the final, if we could maybe potentially say it, the final, final, final installment of the Saw quadrigemilogy, whatever you call it. Boy eight or nine movie run series or the start of the new series called jigsaw <laughs> yeah jigsaw lost in new york but let's put a pin in that <laughs> we'll get to that later um and we're also gonna review insidious tower of five keys or whatever the fuck the, the last is this. key yeah, thank you so here's the show the blood under the fingernails of our victim it's john kramer's the jigsaw killer that's impossible <laughs> Intro battle. Can you home alone it? Can you unhome alone it? Yeah, it's already home alone, right? <laughs> Jigsaw <laughs> is basically what Kevin McAllister turns into after Home Alone. There is a like an internet theory about this, isn't there? I hope so because I think I've it seems on like this before. that would be the best thing to have happen in this franchise, right? <laughs> they release a Christmas like, version. Okay, so this is Lionsgate. Who made Home Alone? Home Alone is 20th Century okay, Fox. Yes. So basically, you do like a Marvel Spider-Man deal, mm-hmm. and you go, look, Trazies. We, <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you, we'll give you the the other character in Jigsaw mm-hmm. if you give us Kevin. We just we'll give need you Kevin. Donnie Wahlberg back. <laughs> yeah, we'll give you Wahlberg. Just give us Kevin so we can like have this the only saving grace of this franchise. It's kind of perfect. He was abandoned by his family several times, right? Yeah. It would cause trauma. He has the setup for the trauma. He knows how to trap a house. He knows how to booby trap a house. He also had the mythology of the South Bend Slayer, his next-door neighbor, who was a suspected murderer. That's right! So this is kind of a perfect storm. (laughs) Maybe he was the apprentice of the Shovel Slayer. Okay, so maybe (laughs) that's who comes back for Jigsaw, is the neighbor from Home Alone. That was setting it up. But it's like his daughter. It's his daughter who was singing in the choir. Yes! Yes! Oh, it's so perfect. Oh, man. Hollywood, get at us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they just train wreck your franchises into each other. So how many Saw movies are there? So there's seven before this one? Is that what we just Six, figured out? and then a 3D one makes seven, and then this would be eight? This is the eighth one. But it also sounds like there's been some shorts, so the oh Saw universe gosh. sounds pretty expansive. And how many have you two seen? One, two, and three for sure. Yeah. We just watched three all together yeah. the other day. I think I've seen the first five. Wow. 
And I've never seen one until our torture fest of a movie <laughs> a thon <laughs> where I came in and you're like, here's Saw 3. Yeah. This will catch you up. This will catch yeah, you up. Have fun. My idea of what this franchise is and what mm. these movies are and the reality could not be further from the truth. Oh, really? <laughs> I thought it would be like some sort of like maze-themed, like Rude Goldberg-esque, oh. like, and like choices like... Mousetrap. Mousetrap, like, <laughs> yeah. you can take the cheese, but this will happen. Gonna flip sure. that man into the pan. But instead, it was just like, pull this and you get shot. It was yeah. like the choices of like, ooh, this is gonna be a weighted decisions weren't very intellectually stimulating. You're right about that. But that was also the thing about number three was the protege had taken over for right. Jigsaw and her thing was she wasn't giving people choices. Right. That's why she was fucking it up. They were just oh. death machines instead yeah. of like, you have a chance to win back your life. So then them. in the previous ones, is it are the booby traps more fun is what I'm asking. It's more of a would one, you rather. Yeah. Okay. It's more of a an attempt at being a higher level thing where it's like, you squandered your life by doing this, so now here's a situation that's going to emphasize that one thing you squandered and see if you can work through it okay. you to, to save your life. Lesson. Yeah. yeah. Then, is it in your opinion, is this a good franchise? Are the Saw movies no, they enjoyable? terrible. No, okay. The first one was fun. Yeah. Right? I, the first I, one was kind of original when it came out. I think I have said in multiple conversations with people, like, oh, don't shit on the Saw franchise. Like, they're the, probably <laughs> the, one of the only ones that has, like, a continuity through all of them that's, like, continues to build on the previous movie rather than, like, resetting and things like that. Mm -hmm. After yeah. our reviewing of 3 the other day, I was like, fuck yeah. Saw. Yeah. <laughs> fuck this franchise. Th 3 was probably not a good one to jump on board with. So much of it relies on the history of, like, yeah, the previous characters. Mm -hmm. But the film tries to, like, they're obviously expecting me coming into that movie because so many flashbacks of, like, this is what happened. And not only right. flashbacks of, like, previous movies, but also, here's what happened five minutes ago. Right. Well, to be fair, though, I feel like, and again, I haven't watched any of these since the theater. So okay. our watching of Saw 3 was the first time I've seen that since, like, 2000. Whenever it came out. Or whenever. Yeah. But even then, it was like, oh, yeah, I remember what happens here because they are so baseline in what they're trying to do. And there's constantly, what I remember from the rest of them, there are constantly flashbacks of like, oh, remember when this happened? Remember when this happened? Why? And all of them. And it's totally unnecessary. But then even like in 3, we were getting flashbacks to things that you had never seen before. <laughs> like yeah. things that were happening while the first movie was going on or like prior even to that story. It's it's insane. It's like I mean, really it's insane. just like an editing nightmare. They just throw in things as they see fit to like yeah. explain them. Yeah. It is kind of fitting that we watched Saw 3 out of all of them because this movie takes place after Saw 3. Oh. It's exactly, Jigsaw does? Yep. It's 10 years after Saw 3, and I guess, spoilers, Jigsaw dies in Saw 3, and right. so now this is like his return. So okay. this one takes place before 4, 5, and 6? It's 10 years after Saw 3, so I I don't think you can do the math on that one. They fuck themselves? Uh, Are they so, retconning 4, 5, and 6? I imagine so. So it says here Saw 3D, <laughs> the final chapter, was going to be the final chapter. 
And then Lionsgate was like, you know what? I kind of like make money. (laughs) What if we made a couple more of these? These idiots keep buying tickets. We spend no money on these movies because they're all flashbacks. Yeah, exactly. I I do like the change from Saw to Jigsaw. Because that's, like, not knowing anything about these movies, that's the only thing I knew about them. Right. Oh, there's this Jigsaw character. Well, yeah, and it's interesting that this is the one named Jigsaw, and it's after that character has died. Coming I've got a theory. Back, right? Okay. It's not a good theory. Okay. It's it's I'm kind of trying to think like someone who wrote a Saw movie would sure. think. Which is not to say much. <laughs> Do you remember in Saw 3 when he's kind of on his deathbed the whole yeah. time and at the end he's doing all that like explaining, he's doing all that saw splaining of like sure. <laughs> you have to make the choice because I was testing you all along and then that person fucks up and then the next person's like, No, actually the whole test was about you making the choice, right. whatever. Remember how he looked like he not only had like dying makeup on but just like shitty makeup like his uh-huh. makeup looked yellow and like like he was wearing a mask yeah sure i kind of feel like that wasn't jigsaw oh kind of feel like that was either like a robot or like a another person with a rubber mask on or it was all bullshit or whatever god i would love if they scooby dude that and yeah. they flash back to him like pulling off a rubber mask yeah. what yeah. and they're like the whole you see these bad makeup effects that we did? It wasn't because that, yeah. of our makeup department. It's because we meant to do that. It wasn't our budget. We're it setting was it up. part of our plan. I do love the long con of this. So that was 2006 Saw 3. Oh so God. over 10 years ago, they planned this moment. Yeah. Right. Poorly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just I have a feeling that to make it a Jigsaw movie, you're going to have to see him in the movie. Like... It's just yeah. going to be disappointing if he's not somehow alive or still pulling strings or pulling strings from beyond the grave or something. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm imagining it's either we're going to get flashbacks to him training whatever apprentice is in this movie and it's the same formula as all the other ones, or we're going to get backstory, more backstory than we got before as to who this guy was and what his motivation was, even though they kind of half-assed that in some of the other movies mm-hmm. where it's like about his dead wife or something like that. Um, uh, my, my question is, can they, with the recent success of It, can they kind of revitalize this franchise? You said the first one was kind of fun. Maybe this is kind of like clean slate, bat to basics. They, the only thing they could do is make it smarter, but I don't think they have the ability to do that. Yeah, and I think that's what makes the first one more unique in the series is that it is kind of a clever twist and a an interesting, for the time at least, that it was an interesting way to tell a story that hadn't been done in horror yet. But which was like just fast like, cuts that no, there's <laughs> there's none of those fast cuts in the in the first one, or oh. not that I remember. Yeah. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It's happening there. kind of more but in real time. It's like a one room real time. What's going it's on? Why are we here? Like in a, a like escape room esque. Because yeah. I'm trying to. Yeah. Yeah. That's that sounds cool. That's what I thought these movies were. And then I watched Saw three, and yeah. there was so much fast cuts. <laughs> there was no like fun yeah. dilemmas like that. It's know? a corn music video or something. <laughs> it's just like you don't know what's going on. Yeah. It doesn't, even if he did follow what was happening on the screen or with the audio, it wouldn't make sense. It's animated. There's too much explaining. That's yeah. the problem with these, all the Splat Pack movies is when they got greedy and they're like, oh, let's make sequels to these. Like, 
we had the problem of like now I have to explain and like expand the universe of mm-hmm. a very juvenile idea. And right. What do you do? You like over explain it and it's not fun anymore. Right. Uh, yeah, I feel like all the best, well, not all the best villains, but like kind of like the monster villains, sometimes it's fun to know their backstories, but usually you just want a hint of it. Yeah. Right. And it's like the unknown that's scary. Yeah, I don't know. There's, I don't know if there's much of a way to redeem these. It's just going to have to be so much more like, but before that happened, and then actually, like, yeah. this is not feasible. Well, Sean, you, you did say to make this movie better, it would have to be smarter. Mm. They have two writers on this film. <laughs> they have they're just rewriting two, each other it's double the writers <laughs> they have two directors for this no film. what so that's not only double the brain that's quadruple the brain power it's more dicks to step on <laughs> my guess is this movie will feel like two separate writer director teams made two different movies and they edit them together and it doesn't make any sense that's highly likely <laughs> the problem here's my solution to it Give this movie to someone who was, like, totally against these movies from the get-go. Oh, yeah. Somebody who was just like, fuck, this torture porn shit is bullshit. Like, uh-huh. this is terrible. Like, whoa. There's no point to any of this. Give it to someone who hated the franchise. Yes. Let them do it. Yeah. Not going to say make it a woman, but you probably should make it a woman. <laughs> and uh, have it just be, like, refed to us in kind of this, like, kind of making fun of it kind of way but also kind of trying to, like, give it some integrity yeah. or whatever. Uh, I can just see, like, the director's meeting, like, the studio meeting. So, um, you, you have this female character, but instead of torturing her, she's escaping? Yeah. And she's, like, outsmarting yeah. people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, can, yeah. You, can you make her a little dumber? Can we make her more topless? <laughs> I don't know, like, it could be, like, a Punisher Warzone thing, or, like, the director for that. Oh, she was just yeah. like, yeah, I was just making fun of this dumbass shit, <laughs> and it's the best one! Right. It's so fucking good. You should good. get her in to make the next song. Yes, that would be exactly. amazing. <laughs> yeah. God, that's uh, great. Her uh, Catherine Bigelow. <laughs> 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 All right, so walk me through what we actually see in this trailer, because there's some... Okay, Go ahead. I have one thing here. One something unusual for this franchise is a corpse being just left out in public, right? Usually these are taking place in warehouses or mm-hmm. weird, like, people are being kidnapped, alternate, taken to a location. Yeah. Alternate realities. Right. Things like. <laughs> uh, but this one opens with a corpse out in the open starting the situation. We have like off a, s- a bridge or, in, in Devin's explanation, flying. Yeah, we have a flying corpse. <laughs> it looks like you don't see the person hanging. It looks like the opening to, like, a reboot of Heroes or something is <laughs> flying above and anyone's looking. Maybe that's the twist in this one. Is they all have superpowers. It's actually Heroes. It's a prequel <laughs> to that. <laughs> this time we'll get it right, we swear. <laughs> yeah, so we got a body out in the open and then some kind of team of CSI people start right. pulling it apart. They find a puzzle piece. They find this hard drive. And everybody immediately knows what the fuck is going on. All the people that we see in the situations of being, like, kidnapped, all the doctors and everybody are like, but Jigsaw's been dead for ten years. They know, like, exactly what's going on. We're following a dead man. Did you see that third movie? (laughs) That franchise is dead. They've been talking about it. (laughs) We also find, like, evidence with actual puzzle pieces. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that was another idea of what I had of Jigsaw. Is like, oh, is he like a puzzle master? Is he like a Batman rogue it's bat? Like the Riddler. Yeah, That's like in the, the other ones too. That he would his victims they would find with like little puzzle piece cutouts. See, I like that. Yeah. And then the detective has to like literally put a puzzle together to like <laughs> solve like the, the case. It's like the snowman movie. It just like no. relies on a very stupid childish gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and so the but it's not. The doctors aren't the ones that have the bucket helmets in no. the torture room. This is just a different cast of... Yeah, I think because they show the like bucket face thing in the very one of the first scenes of the trailer. And then later on in the trailer, you see a bunch of people chained against a wall that all have those bucket heads. Yeah. Let's kind of go over some of the booby traps we saw. Okay. What, and if we can make out what's There's a lot of saws. Going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of saw blades. Which seems appropriate. Uh, right, yeah. There's a lot of saw blades and there's a lot of just like... Brain twisters, like so mind twisters. It looks like they're first. They have bucket heads, and they're chained to these walls that are pulling them towards this like mm-hmm. wall of saw blades. Which looks like because they end up in another room later, they take the buckets off, but they're still being pulled it's into a, another it's just, room. It's just that right. simple. It's like they're being hey, wait a minute. take the bucket off. <laughs> oh, we did it. We solved it. They're just like oh, we're handcuffed. It's like oh wait, I don't think it's locked. No, yeah, just slide right off. That would be amazing. <laughs> it's like one of those when, uh, like, teachers would try to trick you by, like, having questions that were like, if you're reading this sentence, put a star in the corner. And You'll then, get 10 like, points extra credit. Yeah, and then, or it's, it's like, don't write your name on here. Jigsaw's <laughs> just looking to see if you're paying attention to the game that he put you into. Yeah, and if you are, fun. you don't die. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, good job. You just lifted the bucket off your head yeah. and you win the game. You're right. I left that back door open the whole time. <laughs> Nobody thought to leave out the back door. It's waiting outside with pizzas and like beer. We got blade walls. We got a silo full of grain with yeah. farming implements dropping on the people There's inside. There's a lot of farm stuff in this one, but a lot of city shots too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's the motorcycle that's like running, like the back wheels on some kind yeah. of treadmill or something, and then the girl throws. Something into the wheel to like stop the. Wheel yeah, maybe from that's moving. what's pulling their chains. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Solution. Yeah. There's like needle fingers. Somebody like pulls up like a Freddy oh, yeah. Krueger hand and needle fingers. That's pretty cool. There's a gun. Oh yeah, there's a there's shotgun gun. on some type of like vice type thing. And mm-hmm. they're I don't know if they normally use this high tech and futuristic. Someone had like neck brace on, but then lasers coming out of it. Yeah. I what is that. what is that? Yeah, there's like one. Wait, Bobby, you missed it. I missed the there's neck lasers. There's lasers coming out of it. I must have been writing something. You remembered the bucket head <laughs> and like the farm life. There's I missed the lasers, lasers coming out of his neck. I missed the whole light show. Okay. Um, yeah, that's Bobby like an would update. die day one. That's, he wasn't paying yeah, attention. That's right. <laughs> I was thinking about something else. It's like an update of the. I think it's two that the poster was the bear trap over the head. Yeah, one. I think so. This is like the lasers in place of the bear trap. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, see, it's different. Yeah, it's more Star Warsy. You kids like lasers. <laughs> We had a good long riff when we were, like, sleep-deprived and watching three, kind of trying to come up with who was responsible for, like, being the construction crew. Oh, my for, God. For, like, assembling these rooms. <laughs> and, like, who's in charge of, like, the zoning and interfacing with the city to make sure that, like, the municipality of everything is, the like, up to The number of warehouse rentals necessary for this, like, it's insane. And the different types of rooms, too, is, like, okay, this room... 
it's a freezer. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's getting frozen. And then the room right over, it's like an oven. Yeah. What are Who are the contractors coming in to do this work where they're like, I just need a uh, freezer room that'll spray everything with, like, really cold water. Oh, yeah. We could, we could do that probably by, like, next uh, next Thursday or Friday. No, 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 no. I need it today because we're going to torture the today. people today. <laughs> nah, I can't do it by today. And if you're the de- detective... Isn't that the first place you go to? The warehouse district? <laughs> yeah, and they're like, do you have any strange, like, jobs re- recently? I was like, well, I did make a fire pit room with lasers coming out of it. That guy just likes barbecue, you know? <laughs> do, do you? Was, there was some, like, internet show that was, like, kind of like a cops, but it was with the stormtroopers or whatever. Kind of like the day-to-day of, like, the Star Wars Stormtroopers. Okay. Oh, okay. It's like, it's it's filmed like an episode of Cops, so they're, like, talking to the camera, and like, oh, i got to go deal with these Jawas. Oh, uh, yeah, I think I've seen that. They need to be a spin-off series of Saw, where it's the construction crew. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just being, like, their day-to-day, like, a House Flippers-style show, where they're, like, warehouse flipping them into jigsaw torture rooms, just being like, I, we just need a water ho- main hookup here at noon, why can't we get this shit done in a timely fashion? And the spinoff is like the janitor clue after. It's just like, <laughs> no. it's like mopping up blood and like <laughs> like the messes from the previous. <laughs> the blueprint was upside down the whole time. That's the most disturbing thing about these movies to me is the level of automation involved that's being supposedly built by this guy who is terminally ill with cancer. one man, right? It's- just Jigsaw doing this? Well, and then all these apprentices that the sequels have been okay. about. But I don't know if those were like supposed to be going on simultaneously or like... Because in 3 we saw the one of them. But she was acting on her own after being trained. Right. But even then, so you have this one person yeah. who's like constructing these huge elaborate warehouses full of these big giant mousetraps. And you're right, and they do like take into account precisely like... If you don't step right here at this time, like yeah. it doesn't work. Yeah. Right. And this is why I would not win at Saw. Like I'm, <laughs> I would just lose. I would lose Saw because I'm so bad with directions. Like I, <laughs> I listen to the tape and I'd be like, okay, and then I'd like just walk to the wrong door. Mm. Right. And then like another person, and I'm like, no, no, damn it, damn it. <laughs> Sorry, was I not clear in the tape? I yeah. The, the door. No, 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 no. You need to put the shotgun in your mouth. Oh, I got rid of the shotgun. I didn't know I needed, I didn't know I needed that one. I, oh, I threw, I put the key in the gutter. I thought it was, okay. You'd probably end up in the other room with the contractors that are getting ready for the next <laughs> yeah. round. Yeah. Or it's like, I just opened the door and it would be Jigsaw, like, in his underwear watching the video on <laughs> How the fuck did you... I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I did it. I'll go back. You're wrong door. Let me try again. You want the third left. Me and Lane went to Linden to go to the corn maze uh, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, exactly what I thought was going to happen. It was like we were going to walk into the corn maze and, like, take the first turn and just be out of it. And be like, what? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> can't get our money's worth here. I just want a good maze movie. How about a maze runner? Well, like... how about a Dave Made a Maze? Okay, oh, well, yeah. Dave Wade Made a Maze is probably the closest one. Mm. Maze Runner, I haven't seen the movie. I tried to read that book. I couldn't get through it. They don't like, spend a lot of time in a maze. They don't yeah, spend no. a lot of time in the maze, and like the plot is like the like most contrived, like, we're doing it because we need to 
test is, uh, yeah. is, is BS. Yeah. I want me just a fun maze movie. Just like a labyrinth, a run labyrinth. around, run around, just solve the maze. That's all you're solve trying to do. Solve the maze, and you've got to, like, there's, like, a minotaur, and there's, like, a dragon. <laughs> and so that's a labyrinth. Yeah, that's I just want a Dungeons and Dragons movie, I think. Okay. Or a Gauntlet. Remember that game Gauntlet? Yeah, yeah. that was great. That'd be good. All right. Hollywood? Well, Hollywood yeah, will service us. Also, give a, get at us for that one. It's, it's Gauntlet meets Jigsaw. So Jigsaw's meets designed... Here. The maze, but it's a bunch of like barbarians and sorceresses <laughs> running around, he's, like a little elven dwarf guy. He's just a dungeon master. Yep, he's just DMing. That's he kind of is. He's <laughs> DMing this whole thing. By the time he gets sick, right? But is he metagaming? Because I hear that's not allowed. <laughs> Can't metagame. <laughs> well, in Saw Two, you did. It's like no, you weren't supposed to watch that. Should we rate this movie? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Okay, okay, so Bobby, I know you're sometime listener, sometime you take a hiatus, and that's absolutely reasonable. But we do oh, use yeah. this rating system. I got it down. Oh, you know it. Okay. Yeah. If you care to explain it to the audience, that would be helpful. So based on the, from a few years ago, we're all the same when the lights go down, Coca-Cola ad that berated Regal customers for several years. <laughs> we have top tier, like a lot. So you cool if I scream, like a lot. I want to see this. I'm in all the way. Below that, we have in space with zombies. In space. In space with zombies. Meaning you're basically distracted by the bright lights, what's going on. It could use a little extra something to make you really want it, but you're going to go just because. Bottom tier, I love robots. I love robots. So distracted. All you're thinking about is robots and how much you like them. That nails no, it. Pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. Um, what did this Jigsaw trailer do for you? Because <laughs> you're basically an expert. So I am not a good person for rating these things because I basically go see everything, even right. knowing if it's garbage. Yeah. I am not a good so, person is what he says. I am not a good person. <laughs> I will see most movies in the theater, even if I know they're going to be terrible, just because years of working for Regal skewed my perspective on what a good life is. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to give this In Space with Zombies. Okay. Simply because I will probably see it. I, although I shouldn't really necessarily even say that because I didn't see like the last four of these Saw movies apparently. Yeah. I'm curious enough about this one and which direction it's going to go that I'll probably go see this in the theater, but I am in no way like going to be disappointed <laughs> if I miss it, but I also don't hate it. What would this? What could this use to like spiff up your attitude about it a little bit? The thing that would make me absolutely go see this on opening day is if there was a Home Alone tie-in. <laughs> yeah. If they caved if, into the internet. Theories. Oh my gosh! If if we had even like a hint of like, it, it, like just the couple first bars of the theme song of Home Alone, even <laughs> I would be standing in line waiting to buy a ticket for this. So we're joking, but. We're at, like, the peak of, like, 90s nostalgia. Mm -hmm. We're at the peak of, like, meta humor is, yep. like, Dude, the top perfect. tier. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin is at the peak of his creepiness. <laughs> <laughs> to the point that he could just drop by yeah. and be, like, no makeup oh, or anything dropped a, into this movie. He is the villain. Yeah, yeah. He'll, like, he'll, he'll play himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He is perfect for I it. I think you just... Ended movie babies with like that is exactly what needs to happen to home alone to the ultimate home aloneing would be to reveal Jigsaw's that Kevin was episode one yeah we asked can you home alone it 
Bob, you just solved it. It took us, what episode is this? 34. It took us 34 episodes. And a bunch of college years. And 100 college years. And we went to college multiple years. Super and we, seniors. <laughs> but all that studying paid off because we solved the ultimate question. Can you hold Can you hold a load in? Yes, Perfect. you can. You I would just, love it. You just have to do something. I would be on board. I would go back and watch every one of these movies <laughs> to build up to what clues, like, did I miss that that was there the whole time? See, and that would be something that I, like, if James Wan was like, you know what, uh, what's the shithead George Lucas? The, you know what George <laughs> Lucas had right about all his retconning of the Star Wars movies? Going back and doing additions where there's a little extra CG yeah. guy in the corner mm-hmm. here. You go back, you re-release all these on Blu-ray with just a tiny little hint of like, why is there a Michael Jordan cardboard cut out in the yeah. background of that shot? Why is there like, a tarantula? The water's always running yeah, in the yeah, background yeah, yeah, yeah. of the yeah. warehouses. He, he, he is, Marv and Harry are his like henchmen, protégés. Oh, that would explain, they're the contractors. Yeah, exactly. Maybe oh, they're the guys. Yes. They got legitimate work after mm-hmm. going to prison the second time and it was working as contractors. They're like, if we can't beat you, warehouses. we will join you. Yeah. Um, what, what if, too, like, so the ending of this movie, uh, Home Alone Jigsaw Edition, <laughs> is, so the detectives barge in, you're under arrest, and they're not arresting him for the murders. They're arresting him for when he's told that toothbrush. At the, <laughs> oh! at the convenience store. And that's We've been a, looking for that kid for like, 25 years. That's what puts him away. Yeah, because they couldn't prove the other stuff as <laughs> Jigsaw. Like, There's not enough evidence. But we got him on camera. We got him on oh camera. My gosh. Stealing this toothbrush is the only thing that will put him away. Is this toothbrush recommended by the American Dental Association? <laughs> I don't know, kid. Um, it's recommended by the FBI or under arrest. <laughs> I mean, the other big clue is he's always using that talk boy. Oh, <laughs> clues into Yeah. It. So he's always recording that's messages. That's the thing. It's like, wow. You, you, you know, you roll a little further in the tape and it's like, Sonny Boy Jim, you've been convicted of being mean to your wife, so you got to saw your own leg off. And then they keep listening to the end of the tape, and it kind of clicks over, and there's like an edit point, and it's like, Hi, kids, we're home early. <laughs> well, and then they keep going, and it's like, um, Cool jerk! Cool jerk! Um, okay, I think I'm into this. I we think have we... never movie babied so hard before. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in on this as well. All my chips are on. In space with zombies, with the uh, coda that we have, Kevin McAllister yeah. behind it all. Kevin, I think that would be the win. I'm tempted to give it. I love robots. Mm-hmm. Probably not going to see this. Didn't enjoy the last one I saw. <laughs> this trailer's not really convincing me of anything. I can't tell you really what happened in the trailer, but I am going to bump it into in space with zombies. Because I like the like sad slow song with a horror mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they buddy hollied it where they just oh this is, seems like a nice song and it's like oh no right what's going on here there's murder and there's torture <laughs> so I'll, I'll give the trailer credit for okay that. yeah it's a good trailer I do like that song in there it's one of my favorite Roy Orbison songs mm-hmm. definitely and, and it's it's like kind of perfect for that like all the lyrics actually just yeah. beyond like the titular line is like oh yeah because there's like a choice in the song and right blah, blah. yeah it's great it's perfect it's yeah very, so it's good. for a movie that i have no interest for like good job trailer yeah, yeah. They did it. last thing we should mention before we close this this round out 
Well, I'll just read it. Okay. It says, Internet Movie Database, our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Do not pay us to visit, pay me in headaches trying to navigate their site. It says, a soft reference to Jigsaw was shown in the movie Insidious... 2010. No. Um, did they? Did we see a little puppet jigsaw guy? It was a drawing of the clown puppet yeah. on a chalkboard with the number eight beneath it. Yeah, I do remember that. It's at. It's in one of the. It's at one of the colleges, or like it's a, it's on a whiteboard during a lecture or something mm-hmm. like that. I do remember seeing that and being like, what the fuck. Why are, are these movies related? Did we movie baby it long? Well, that looks say so. Maybe we save a little bit of this conversation for our Insidious review, which is coming up here because Bobby's just re-explained to me all the Insidious movies, and because we were trying to figure out how they're not in the Conjuring universe, right? Because I'm kind of somehow convinced that those overlap in a way. Yeah. But if they exist in the Saw universe and all this Bloomhouse stuff exists in the same universe. I might be back in. Yeah. Ooh. That could send me off the rails. All right. Yeah, well, you heard it here, folks. Don't touch that dial. <laughs> we'll be back with more movie babies after <laughs> these messages. After these messages, we'll be right back. I am going to find it, and I'm going to finish it. Yeah, let's crack over to Brewski, <laughs> We got our RC cherries. RC cherry brewskis. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, intro battle. Insidious. <laughs> eh? Eh? Okay, okay. Uh, ins- insidious. More like it's hideous. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Now, Bobby, you do one. You guys are way better at this than I am. <laughs> We've had a lot of practice. Insidious. More like insidious. <laughs> It's more like insidious. It's than more insidious. like insidious than insidious. Yeah, it's, it's more human than human. It's more human than human. That's the best I've got. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> we're back. We got Bobby Yost, uh, and we're talking insidious four. The last key. Am I right about it? Number four. four? Okay. Yeah. Although, if it's like saw the last, was it <laughs> saw the last battle or whatever? Yep. The last Jedi. The last jigsaw. So in. <laughs> Ten years, going, this one's going to get rebooted, so yeah. why bother? Right. Okay, another installment oh, in the long lineage of Bloomhouse movies that we're not really sure. Do they overlap? Are they a part of the same universe? Are they their own little threads? It's the kooky, spooky story of a medium and her shenanigan adventures in the <laughs> further, which is not unlike Beetlejuice's Netherworld. Bring back captured children from demonic creatures that live in this bizarro version of your own house, and uh, shenanigans ensue. I don't See, know. I, I wish you were this. explaining this to me while we were watching this trailer. <laughs> all I got was we got to go further into the further, and I was yeah. like, all right, I don't know what that means. This, I think, at this point in this franchise, we're basically off the rails with like, let's get the zany adventures of Elise the Medium and her kooky, like, geek squad guys. Yeah. 
because nope. the third yeah. one ends with them being like, maybe we should do this full time. Okay, yeah. And and so speaking on that, since you are a resident expert because you just recently just watched Just today this. watched the third one Perfect. and watched the first two over the last two days. Explain to us where we are in the timeline because the trajectory okay. of this whole thing is quite loopy. So uh, there's implied spoiler alerts. Spoiler abandon, right? Don't listen to this so, if you haven't seen Insidious. Elise, the woman, the older woman that's the medium in these movies, dies at the end of the first movie. Yes. Okay. Okay. But the, she's in, in the third one. She's been in she's all of in them. The, yeah, and she's in all of them. <laughs> this movie, she already knows the two Geek Squad guys, looking guys with their white shirts and black ties, uh, who are her like helpers. They get introduced in the third movie, which takes place before the first movie. So this has to be somewhere between the third and first movie. Okay, so... Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How much got, does that hurt? I just got a so, tumor in my yeah, head. Here's the fun thing. As far as I understand it, it's kind of like Halloween. Insidious 1 and 2 take place right after each other. Yes, like immediate. Okay. 3 is the, what do you call it, prequel yeah. to 1. Yep. Four is between three and one. Yes. <laughs> and here's the and fun thing right about... before, and, it, and it's supposed to happen at the events right before number one, as far as what okay. I've read on the internet. I, I wouldn't be surprised by that, it, that it's a lead-in to that, that this is the transition we get. Because in three, she is still like... The beginning of three is the medium woman has like given up doing any of this. She doesn't want to do it anymore. It's too dangerous. And then at the end of three, she's like... She actually says... Yeah, I mean, this is going to keep me out of the house, so let's go do it. Yeah. It's like, okay, mind-boggling. <laughs> we need a, Devin's having wa- a meltdown. Walk me through this. One, she's an old woman. Mm-hmm. Right. She's getting, I'm not sure how everything works, but I'm pretty sure you get older as time goes on. You'd think so. Okay, in the third movie, she headbutts a ghost. <laughs> That's not what... Pushes it through buddy, like a buddy, wall. you misunderstand me. I'm not... She's tough. I'm not getting on her old age because I'm questioning her toughness. Oh, okay, okay. I'm saying she's physically going to look like an older, older lady. If these movies are supposed to be before the first one, which is like seven mm-hmm. years ago, I looked at my clock, <laughs> yeah. I looked at my hand watch, uh, seven years ago... How are they explaining, like, that she's older, and then all of a sudden in the next movie you watch, she's, like, younger? Well, I also, to piggyback on that bullshit, I also love that in this movie she's like, <laughs> I've dealt with some shit before, and they flash back to the monsters yeah. from one and two yeah. and three, which she wouldn't have fought yet. <laughs> right, yeah, which is, so there's some weird stuff going yeah. on we all around. The timeline's all goofed up. Yeah, and... Which is fun also because in the second one, there's cool stuff. So, okay. The second one of these movies is what did it for me on this franchise, in terms of me liking this franchise. So you do like it? I do like this franchise. After watching the third one today, I'm surprised that I'm saying that. (laughs) (laughs) But I, and really even re-watching the second one, the end of it falls apart pretty good. But I remember seeing the second one in the theater. After seeing the first one, being like, oh, this is kind of fun. And then the end of it being very disappointed with the reveal of the monster. Mm-hmm. But then seeing the second one in the theater, I think we had a big crew for that. Yeah, Even There was like a bunch of us went and saw it in the theater opening night. And the way it kicks off in the beginning where it's like, you have this super creepy opening scene where it's the older woman's voice, but it's dubbed over onto a younger actor because it's supposed to be her like 20 or 30 years before. So it has this very creepy vibe to it. 
And then it builds this whole mythology in those first, like, 30 minutes or half hour of the movie mm-hmm. where I got really excited about the idea of having this new franchise that's taken off where, like, Nightmare on Elm Street or, like, uh, the Halloween movies even, what those did in the 70s and 80s where it's, like, you build this big world. Sure. And then that all falls apart by, like, the third movie where but, it's just garbage. But instead of, yeah, but... In, yeah, but instead of growing this world, we're going back into it. It's right. Big, it's a weird idea. Also... It's very strange. The last thing I'll touch on about this timeline, if this is, like, the prequel to another prequel, but the afterwards of another prequel, mm-hmm. why is this called The Last Key? It just adds to the confusion. Yeah, it really does. The Last I Key implies some... its last movie of the franchise. There's some major key stuff going on in this trailer. Okay. Yeah, they're all into keys. I, yeah. I've never seen any of these, Bobby. I've never heard of these movies. <laughs> and the first thing I see is a monster a attack a woman. His finger turns into a key. All his fingers are keys. Yeah. They're, they're, they're in the town. He's got five keys. Five keys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay they're in he's the, the five key five, monster. The, the, the monster of the five key kingdom mm-hmm. comes and gets the lady. He puts his key finger in her throat and he turns it and that kind of shuts her voice off. It, yeah. He like locks her screams away. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. And then... That's like a cool it's thing. It's a cool idea. It's I like love. a very Guillermo del Toro yeah, moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And so is that all he does, or does he murder her after? <laughs> well, that's she, it. Yeah, I think it's hard to tell because they throw a couple young blonde girls at us, and they're all kind of gooed up, so I can't yeah. tell who's who. But I think that gal ends up being trapped in the further... Yeah. Which is the netherworld. Is that what the key does? Is the key sending them to the well, upside down? Well, we don't know because when Elise goes through the further, she has a key that opens a room that's like a cabin in the woods room where all right. these further inmates... Hey, Jen. Hey, Jen. You have to yes, say hey, Jen. Hey, Jen. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, the, the thing will melt down if we don't. It, it's like an insidious <laughs> curse. you got to do the key or the monster comes after us. So there's all these trapped demons or lost yeah. souls or whatever because in the further we know this from the other movies there are also just like passive like i'm trapped here too i'm right. kind of a helper spirit or like a i'm fucked they spirit. call those like travelers in the franchise okay there are the people that are just like wandering around astral projecting or like dead and stuck in between it's like a and purgatory then, yeah but then there are also like Demons or things that are malicious trying to get into empty vessels. All right, Bobby, I need you to look at my face. It's still just <laughs> Bobby. I need you to like Dr. Seuss. A is for Apple. D is for Dracula. This for me. What? We have a key monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is we've never the... seen this character. Before. No, this oh, is this all is new. Brand new. Oh character. yeah, this is new. So who are the other monsters? Are they on the key monster's side? You may or may not like this, but there's a new monster for every movie. Right. But there's also been an over... There's one monster that's been there for the last three in the background of the third one, but was the primary thing in the first two. Oh, what is he? It's is he in a this one? old woman. And, no, that's the star of the movie. <laughs> there's, there's the bride in black, which is like actually the son of this older woman who is the person that kills the medium, Elise. And then the third one is revealed has been, like, hunting her in the the further mm. for, like, years. So we got, like, a monster squad all-star team of monsters. 
Sort of. I mean, we could. Yeah, they're making their own little. So that's shop. my suspicion on okay. this. Yeah. Sean, let me explain it in terms you will get. Uh-huh. It's kind of like Doctor Who, <laughs> where you right. have all these different villains, <laughs> uh-huh. and then like the timeline doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. You just kind of go with it. To <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except for Doctor Who is sci-fi, and that's your realm. Mm-hmm. Insidious is horror. That's my realm. That's right. where we'll have to live on these sides yeah. of the line. Well, unless they like combine the two. <laughs> Maybe it's all one universe. We don't know. That brings me to my other point. So every time you, me, Kyle, and Keith get together and we talk about, oh, do you remember in Annabelle? Do you remember in Insidious? Blah blah blah. We couldn't figure out for the life of right. us what characters are from because the designs yeah. are all the same and it's a lot of the same kind of shit. Between like, three people that have seen these movies, we've seen them all. Yeah. And in the last couple of years, we couldn't figure out what's an Annabelle character, what's an Insidious <laughs> character, and what's a Conjuring character. Right. And all three of these have been, like, interweaving concurrently for the last, whatever, five, ten years. I don't yeah. even remember at this point. Um, but I think upon your viewing of, of uh, in the Insidious movies, we have hammered out yes. that Annabelle is in the Conjuring universe. Yes. The nun character is in the Conjuring universe. Right. The bride in black. The bride in black is which in is like a cities. veiled black dress. It's it's a man in a woman's dress. Right. But then there's also his mother, which is an older looking version of this same oy, thing. Oy, oy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I like the old days where it's like Chucky's in Chucky. Yeah. It yeah. is in it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's simple. Well, so if the little Easter egg. Of the, oh, <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> that, nothing happened. It was haunted. Woo! Spooky. If the little Easter egg of the Saw character being tagged in the Insidious universe is any oh my potential God. connection that all these things might be more connected, I feel like that's to the advantage of all these movies. Like if... Yeah. What are they called? The fucking found footage movies where there's shit flying around. Oh, the houses. paranormal activities. Paranormal activities, ones, yeah. yeah. If all those and everything, if all this stuff exists in the same thing, that's probably like the best thing they could do at this point. Yeah, I'm I'm scared of how they would fit the Saw movies together. Oh, with the you heard it, here, it here first. Bobby's scared. I'm scared about that. Scaredy cat. If that were to happen, they just seem like such... You have like ghost stories and a slasher movie, sorry, mixing <laughs> together. So that seems like a leap more than like but we already have that because there's the murderer the bride in black is already like a like serial a serial killer, killer thing yeah so maybe the maybe jigsaw is a demon and that that's why he can't be die because he's some type of insidious insane. demon so the writer of all of these insidious movies is also the writer of several of the saw movies the first three i think he's yeah he's the goofball guy with glasses in the insidious movies that's one of the like investigators and then Saw, he's the non, he's the person in Saw that wasn't in The Princess Bride. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a possibility then that maybe there will be some. Oh, like he's Matt. the same character from or, those two movies? <laughs> he's writing it. That would be, does, doesn't that guy die in Saw or does yeah. he? Yeah. But does he? So maybe. Yes, oh. maybe, he's in on it. maybe he's in on You it. guys, I dare it. I think you just blew this thing no, wide no. open. I, I, I haven't started, Bobby. <laughs> I just cracked the case. I just got the end game. Mm-hmm. So, spoiler to the future Saw Insidious movie. 
Let's like, let a guy who's not seen but yes. like one of these Put them entire together. things unify the universe. I want to fix these movies. <laughs> let me fix it. The Key Man. Mm-hmm. He is the Skeleton Key Man. So okay. every puzzle that Jigsaw makes, Ooh. he can just unlock them. He's the guy there for the contractors unlocking yeah. the doors. Exactly. Uh, so okay. we have like a unbreakable split situation mm-hmm. where these two forces, Jigsaw from the Saw movies and the Skeleton Key Man mm-hmm. from the Jigsaw movies, they come together and the Skeleton <laughs> Key Man, like Jigsaw's like, I'm going to make the ultimate the booby trap. And then Key Man's like, yeah, what's this? Hand done. Hand key. <laughs> Did it. And he's like, oh, you blasted key man. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've solved my lit riddle. And that's what's causing Jigsaw to like escalate his, yes. or his kill rooms he's doing. And then maybe there's another, That'd be good. Uh, what's a ghost movie? Uh, Annabelle. Ghost. Uh, so then okay. Annabelle uh-huh. movie, it comes into play when that witch's curse makes the Jigsaw puppet actually come alive. And now that's like an Annabelle-type creature, and it's doing witchy, spooky things. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. And the ghosts are building the rooms. <laughs> That's what I would want to see, is, like, they got a bunch of ghosts, a bunch of spook, mm-hmm. spooky people in there building these saw chain It's like 13 rooms. ghosts. Yeah. They're making the, they're making <laughs> yeah. the rooms. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's all who, tied together. Who knows spooky better than a ghost? Exactly. That's very true. All right. I like where you're going with this. So, so this movie, uh, so this yeah. trailer, I'm, we have some things in there that are clues about a plot. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like what's going to happen is this is after that third movie where uh, Elise is like, let's go on some adventures, let's help some people, I'm ready to get back in this game. And then it turns out something's going on because they make a reference to it being her family's house. Right. That's yeah. haunted. Right. So she's like going back to whatever got her into this whole world of pursuing being a medium, I guess. Yes, yeah. Well, but, a Ghostbuster, it seems like. Yeah, mm-hmm. a Ghostbuster, yeah. basically, yeah. right? And is trying to solve some kind of curse or whatever our key monster right. is. She's, yeah, she says she has to find out what it is so she can, so end, she can end the end curse. It. Right. I mean, I, I feel like you just move, right? Well, in that, that brings up an interesting point, though. So, in all the other movies, mm-hmm. they've tried that. Oh, they tried moving. They're like, oh, we got to move. There's ghosts in this house, yeah, right? Thank you. And then they move, and it keeps happening. This, oh, this is like the, the like how in every Spider-Man movie, they give you the origin story over and over again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, by the time you watch the third one of these movies, you're like, you can't move. You can't do that. It's not going to work. And they spend, like, a half hour explaining like, why that's it. the case. <laughs> so, it's that it's attached to a person, not to the house. But in this one, in the trailer, they specifically say this is a haunted house. Yeah, she says this yeah. one's different. It's the house. Yeah. And so the key man is just a t- tied to this house rather than. In which case, the burn people. down the fucking house, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. That seems like a brand. It's her family house. Oh, so. <laughs> so the title's still in her name. Yeah. So it's like she needs the you know, mortgage. It looked too suspicious. Yeah. I have a feeling that most of this movie is going to be an unnecessary backstory of her. Where one of these blonde girls we're seeing is probably young Elise or teenage oh, Elise that or whatever, could be interesting. Yeah. and we're gonna witness her fiasco, like dealing with this initial key monster the first sure. time, and 
kind of learning about her power and so on, and then trying to kind of close the loop on this happening for another family that lives there. Sure. That's just a guess. This is what I don't get about these kind of monster movies. Why do they have the most complicated plots? You think, like, a scary, spooky movie... Sure, like, make a franchise of it, but you'd want it like a Monster of the Week, like, X-Files or, like, Buffy mm-hmm. episode, where it's, like, anyone can, like, go in, it's like, here's uh, Insidious 14, doesn't matter, I can go in, never seen any of the previous ones, and figure it out, like, right. she's a medium, here's the new monster, it's like a self-contained movie. I mean, and in a way you can, because these movies do re-explain to you right. the mythology each chapter. I, here's a theory. This is a pet theory. What if the formula for this is confuse your audience with a bunch of mumbo-jumbo mm-hmm. that doesn't like necessarily make sense, just so you're in a state of, like, what the fuck confusion, so that then when they hit you with the jump scares, yeah. you're yeah. way off guard. Okay. Like, it's just a simple, dumb screenwriting formula, maybe. <laughs> and that's, that is something, too, with the third one versus the first two of these. The number of jump scares increased, like, tenfold okay, in the third one. Lazy. That was going to be my question. Yeah. Is I'm, The last It movie, I don't see a lot of horror films, but when I went and saw the last It movie, what kind of stopped me from really liking it was so many of those jump scares, mm-hmm. so much of the, like, loud noises, mm-hmm. and it's like, I don't find those yeah. spooky. And that's, so the first two of these Insidious movies are very creepy. Uh, There are scenes that are, like, more creepy-looking things, like, in the shadows in the background Mm -hmm. that you'll see. Whereas the third one of these is just nothing but, like, oh, my gosh, there's arms reaching down to the ceiling and they got you! Kind of stuff. And it's just, like... Like, shocking someone and, like, surprising someone is not scary. Right. Like, what's scary is, like, days later thinking about it. Right. And a shock scare is not going to give you that. Now, there's also a closing jump scare in the third one where the demon from the first one pops up. His face pops up right behind Elise. Mm. So I wonder if they're going to use this to try to connect those dots to bring it back into the first one. I don't one. want dots connected. <laughs> That's I, Don't maybe. need any dots. The, I mean, the but dots. that ellipses might jump over this movie just as like a, a crappy like ex post yeah. facto like it's like a throwaway in the background foreshadowing I of one I don't want to connect the dots I don't want like the paint by numbers I want to take all the crayons and put them in one fist and then just <laughs> color all over the paper and make a rainbow of like shit and that will be <laughs> what I would love to see Bobby to go into your example of the first two kind of being a little more creepy right. versus this shocking jump scares. This trailer kind of has a mix of both. And the perfect example I had okay. was when they have the Ghostbuster gear on. Yeah. And it's like the infrared. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Green, so infrared green. It's right behind, right in front of you. It's right in front of you. Yeah. And you, they, you see it. And it's just like a creepy lady. Mm-hmm. And she's like trying to touch it. And it's like, that's actually pretty, like, creepy. Yeah. And yeah. then, without skipping a beat, we have a scary noise and a jump scare of the older woman with, like, this weird, generic, like, oh, yeah. monster unrelated monster. Yeah, it's like what Aquaman would look like if he really existed. 
I wanted to give, I'm jumping into the ratings, which were too soon, I wanted to give it, like, uh, like a lot, just based off of that creepy thing, and then it yeah. undercut it right yeah. after, like yeah. a they're, second later. They're kind of updating a thing that this franchise is famous for. Like, you might remember from the second movie's trailer where, like... I do remember. The guy's, like... There's a, he's a, there's a guy. He's right in front of you. He's telling you some shit. You gotta oh, yeah. listen to this guy because the main dude's like in the further with this helper guy, and he's like, "What are you talking about? I can't see anything." And then it cuts to further vision where there's just a creepy naked yeah. old man right in his face, just going like, "Go over there! Go over there!" It's just like it looks like the creepy Bilbo Baggins from the Hobbit movies, <laughs> yeah. just screaming in this guy's face, screaming, "He's got your baby!" Or he's got your ba- like yeah, 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 yeah. So oh, it's God. like they keep doing this. And it goes back from the first one when she, he's having the conversation uh, with the wife or whatever, and then red face guy shows yeah. up over his shoulder. So it's they like do the, that same exact scare at the end of the third one. That's right. Okay, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's kind of part and parcel for the thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like one of their like known scares. I can see why they're up. It's like the laser, the laser <laughs> mask in Saw. It's like, well, we're just trying to spoof up our you old know? recipe. We got um, these lasers. We got these jump scares. We got to put them in somewhere. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where this one tips on that scale because you do see shots from the other movies and that one shot where it's the kid's bedroom. Mm-hmm. There's like a little kid in bed, but yeah. over to the left corner you see the hand and just like the side of the monster in the room. Yeah, mm-hmm. There's a lot of those in the first two where it's just like you can plainly see from a distance, which I always think is scarier. Is like... Seeing the whole room and then just finally noticing, like, yeah. oh, fuck, yeah. that thing is right there. One of the few horror movie franchises I did get on board was on was the paranormal activity per- yeah. movies because it was fun to get a group of people, yeah. watch them at night, and those movies, it's just like... Super scared. Security camera, and you yeah. go from... It pans to the left to the right, nothing happens. Left to the right, nothing happens. Left to the right, nothing happens. And then all of a sudden, you see something as it's panning, you're like, oh shit, what was that? Yeah. And then it pans back, and it's gone, and then bam, you know, it's it's a slow build of like boringness. Right. It just bores <laughs> you into submission until when you see like a slight thing, that's when it gets you. Well, we might be on the same page just in what's effectively scary to us is something evolving in the shot and not relying on an edit right. to yeah. be the punchline of your scare. I should tell the most scared I've ever been during a movie was when I wa- first lived in this house. Mm. Or in, should I call it house? Don't say the street name of my house. We'll bleep it. It'll be Thank comically you. funny because we bleeped sure. it. So everyone thinks we're in the fuck house. <laughs> Which we are. Yeah, so I'll just call it the fuck house. So when I lived in the fuck house for the first time, um, I think it was Bo and Joe, and, and I don't think you were in the picture yet, mm-hmm. but they made me watch the, is it High Tension? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the one when they're in the cave? No. Oh, Descent. Descent. Yeah. yeah. So I, I do not watch a lot of horror films. I saw Descent. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and... The scene where, spoiler for a descent, there's a scene where they're in the cave and most of the movie is just them, like, arguing and, like, the tension's rising because they're, like, stuck. Right. There's a scene where it's, like, black, maybe. It goes mm-hmm. pitch black. It comes back on. You, you don't notice. I don't notice. Mm. I don't notice. The scene has not moved. There's no cuts. There's no tricks. Mm. 
then I notice mm. there are monsters <laughs> standing in the background. Oh, I yeah. jumped out of my chair. I ran around the room. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, must, I must have been wa- looking at it for a good, like, 20 seconds yeah. before I noticed there were monsters in the background, and they were creepy, and I've never been more scared during a movie. That's awesome. Yeah, that that's legit a scary movie. got me. That's cool, because it's the lighting and it's the design of the creatures all coming together to be, like, a reveal in front of your eyes, yeah. rather than a jump cut that's just like, here's new information, and you're like, well, that's just jarring, and then throw a sound effect on yeah. it. It's like, that doesn't really... It goes back to cheat. To, like, the, when you're a kid, like, what's one of your best memories of being in elementary school? It's, of course, looking at the optical illusions, mm-hmm. and you, like, you try... <laughs> of course! <laughs> and you're staring at these things, and you can't get it, and you can't get it, and you think everyone's messing with you. It's a schooner. And you're like, get off my back, Johnny. Schooner is a sailboat. <laughs> yeah. You're like, no. Quit fucking messing with me, Johnny. There's nothing there. And then you see it. And the moment you see it, it's like your world has opened. Everything you've known it was a lie. It was a lie. <laughs> like, you're like, life is meaningless. What is there that I'm not seeing all the time? Like, the light What else could I stare at? Yeah, that's why I just start staring at things all the time. I get, you know, I get a lot of uh, letters (laughs) from the police. Yeah, well, you might like, I mean, just considering the types of scares that are effective on you, you Mm -hmm. might enjoy Insidious 1 and 2. Yeah. Because there's, like Bobby was just saying before we started rolling, the scene in one that made you stop watching the movie the first time. Yeah, I it was I think number two, but I I went to put it on as I was going to bed last night or two nights ago, and immediately stopped the movie and was like I just turned off the lights and was like laying down in bed with the laptop in front of my face, and it's like pure blackness and then this old woman's face that has a black veil over it like yeah. coming into frame. And I immediately just turned off my laptop and turned <laughs> nope. the lights back on. And nope, gone pass. And gone. Yeah, <laughs> it's super. It, like I'm kind of desensitized to these movies at this yeah, point. Yeah. That there are scenes in those first two that will make me definitely like turn on the lights and look around before I go to bed. Yeah, that made me think of another point too on why these movies are more fun, scary too. Yeah, because you could do like maybe one of these movies, but then if like the bad guy or monster is like a robber or like a murderer <laughs> or a serial killer. Mm-hmm. That's too real for me. Like, I don't want to like going to bed going like, oh shit, a serial killer is going to break into my house and like shoot me. Mm-hmm. Like that could, that could actually happen. Right. right. But like, you know, there's a fun level of being scared when it's like, oh, I heard a creepy noise in the basement and it's funner if my mind goes, that might be a ghost mm-hmm. versus Oh, that's probably just someone breaking into my house and just going to murder me. <laughs> so it, Good like, point. So the, <laughs> it's more fun to, like... It's to more like, fun to not think that someone's breaking into your house and it's going to kill you. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to be a scary, uh, you know, skeleton keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I got some ghosts. Maybe I just got some ghosts. Maybe I'll be fine. Well, uh, should, we, um, should we rate this? Let's rate this trailer. Bobby, what you Sure. Got? Yeah, I mean, I... I am pretty sure this is going to be a bad movie. I am pretty <laughs> sure this is going to be on par with number three, and it's not going to be as cool as one and two. That being said, I'm still giving this a like a lot Ooh. because I 
am intrigued enough that I want to see it. I really enjoy the first two of these movies. And the other thing that's really pushing me over the edge with this one is that I thought the second one was going to be bad. And I went and saw it, and it sold me on the franchise. So Now, did you really like it, or did like a, you get like cursed in the thinking? You well, like, well, if that's the case, I don't know about it, so you guys need to come into the further and rescue me. <laughs> pull you out of the theater. Yeah, pull me out of there. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go see this like opening night. Nice. I'm excited for it. I am... I'm going to In Space with Zombies this one because of being burned by two and and surprised by two. I'm now diametrically split between <laughs> both of those experiences. Yeah. Kind of thinking along the lines of my explanation of why Jigsaw or the Saw series isn't working for me as a horror franchise in that they just try to over-explain the universe. And perhaps what we enjoyed about 1 and 2 was just getting like enough information to kind of titillate like the bigger potential right. for how it all works, but actually knowing more about how it all works and getting what also seems like what they're doing is just like kind of throwing in new nonsense chapters of that universe. Like, maybe maybe just keep explaining the one thing rather than being, but this other monster does this. And like, okay, but wait, how does that even relate there's no correlation between these. I don't know. It seems like kind of silly to flip the game and to be like, this is a totally different type of monster. He operates totally differently. Like, well, okay. I don't know. Same thing with the Purge movies. I'm like, I guess I don't really want to know about the government. <laughs> like, yeah, I kind of want to know about fair. the government that puts that sanctions this whole thing, and I want an episode where we find out all about them, but then I saw three, and I was like, nah, I didn't want that. Yeah, we don't, <laughs> we don't need to see the revolution. So, I don't know. I have a feeling in this movie, only because it was snuck into the background of the third one, that we're going to get some carryover plot from that old woman monster from the first three movies. Okay. I think we're going to find out that there is a correlation between the random monster we got in the third one, this new monster from the fourth one, and that old woman that's trying to kill Elise. I think they're all... And interconnected. Okay. We're going to get, whether it's a cheap move or not, I think we're going to get some kind of explanation that they're all like in cahoots with each other yeah. or being controlled by some entity in the film. Yeah. I don't know. It might just be like one of those, like, for instance, like when we saw Happy Death Day, I was like, this movie's great, but there's no way you could tell me who the killer is where I'll be like, oh, that right. was a great choice. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. however this interrelates or whatever, I'm going to always kind of be a little bit disappointed. And maybe yeah. the point of it is not to explain it. <laughs> And, Bobby, you just summed up why I'm giving this trailer in space with zombies. (laughs) (laughs) The timeline, the jump scares, the loud noises, I'm not into. But I was also, I was very close to giving it like a lot. Mm -hmm. I like the key monster. Yeah. Yeah. I like Del Toro. It had a very, like, Buffy Doctor Who monster vibe where right. some of them have like unique powers like they turn off your voice or mm-hmm. like they're in the corner of your eye. I like creeps like that. I like that the star that we're following is an old lady. Yeah. Yeah. I mean don't think I've seen much of that, I guess, in some of the classic. Well, like, it's kind of, I, f- I always felt like it was a play on the poltergeist yeah, medium. Right. But having not the family be the main character, like, kind of eclipsing the family with, like, oh, she's the strong one, so she should be the focal point. Like, 
that this is what this movie's doing is making that character the main attraction, which is cool. Like, it's very much... It feels refreshing, even though it is, like, a borrowed, like, yeah. old trope, I guess. And the fun thing is, like, like Bobby was saying, like, when she rages ass on that demon in the further oh another gosh. movie, it's like... So she's pretty badass, too, like... That's worth... You guys should find a clip of that scene, or I'll hope you find one, and okay. you should link it to this episode, because she headbutts another old woman that is a ghost. It yeah. is, and then, like, oh, my gosh, it's unreal. Pretty fun. That movie flips. <laughs> it's like a like a ghost fight club. It goes a little further than you would expect. How much you, can you really know about yourself if we you got in a fight with a ghost? We gotta go deeper into the further. That's true. And with that... I think we need to go deeper into the movie babies further and outro this episode. We gotta go deeper into the outro. <laughs> <laughs> that was Insidious, the last key bender. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not creepy at all. And that's the episode. Excellent. Finally, spooky month is over. Let's let's review like some just like more My Little Pony movies for November. All right, let's Sean, I got the perfect thing for you. <laughs> yeah. How about some superhero movies? No. We oh, got God. Justice League. Ugh. We got Thor. <laughs> Get ready. You know what? I haven't seen that new Black Panther trailer, so I'm pretty excited about that. Black Panther. It's coming out. Two days before my birthday, I'm calling it now. This is my birthday cool. movie. Okay. It looks freaking sweet. Awesome. Yeah. I'm excited I, to see it. To the point where I'm like, oh, I should read up on some of those old Black Panther comic books. Nice. Thank Bobby for coming on again. Yeah, thanks for having me. Glad I could finally do this. Bobby, you're, with the most. Bobby, you're in bands and stuff. Do you want to promote them? No, not at all. <laughs> uh, do you want to promote... I'll let Sean do that. He's in most of them, so... <laughs> do you want to promote your electronics class that you teach... No, okay. even less. Right. <laughs> Thank you for the opportunity. But. Do you want us to like digitize your voice and like, oh yeah, change can we do, can we do like jigsaw voice totally. or my voice? Yes, God, yes. Well, cool. hi kids, we're home early. Your voice. Um, so we're just basically Bobby's just um, here to promote movies in general, just yeah, horror movies. Just uh, wasting your life watching too many movies. <laughs> I am here to promote that lifestyle. I think I know. I think you're more like a PSA, like don't do drugs. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll be like the example of what not to do yeah. for watching too much garbage. He watched thirty two movies in sixteen days. <laughs> well, I appreciate you being on the show because I felt like you really brought us back to our roots of home aloneing things. Yes, and coming up with harebrained schemes to better these trailers, which I've gotten away from lately in yeah. previous episodes. We're, I think we're trying to solve too much. Of the world's problems. <laughs> we need to get back to no. what we know. Bring it back to the important yeah, stuff. We're, we're Home alone in. <laughs> Unifying universes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can contact the Movie Babies on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube. We have a website, www.moviebabies.com. Leave a review and I'll send you some crap. <laughs> we have a YouTube series you can look at and 
Bobby doesn't have anything. He doesn't. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby doesn't live here. He's uh. He's, he's in gone the, off the grid. He's in the witness <laughs> protection program now. <laughs> he's in the. He's in the further. Yeah, yeah you're deep in the further. You, you, you didn't know this, but all of our guests are now like you can't find them anymore. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we just lock them in our basement and then pull them out when we need. <laughs> to like reference someone, we need your expert from yeah. that uh, category. Yeah. <laughs> but with all that said, Sean, yes, when you don't have time to watch a two-minute trailer, no shit. <laughs> you should just cut in the actual audio. Yeah, there. that's great. <laughs> Go see that movie because that's the movie, babies. <laughs>